0: You are listening to Best Frequencies Forever. Can you read music? No. You're hired. BFF.FM.
1: Welcome to Festival Talk. I'm your host, David Sikorsky, and we're here coming to you live from BFF.fm in our studios here in San Francisco. Today's week, I wanted to do a special segment on Woodstock. You know, festival season this year is coming to a close. I think this weekend we have an EDC over in Brazil happening, um, but that's the major festival that's happening in the world right now. So we're going to use this time to speak a little bit about some past festivals, and I figured that let's utilize this segment and talk about Woodstock, Woodstock we'll '69, and then we'll fast forward to Woodstock '99. Yes, there was a Woodstock '94. Um, it's not worth mentioning. It wasn't grand. Um, it was actually, it was actually very depressing in the sense that 99 was almost not going to happen because of how poorly 94 was and was planned out and organized. So we'll just focus on 69 and 99 and also the fact that they are so incredibly different. We haven't had one since because of 99. Um, you know, what people refer to Woodstock 99 as the death of music or the day that music died. So uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But to start it off, I figure we can get right into it. And we'll get into Woodstock 1969. So to understand Woodstock 1969, you have to understand a little bit more about what was happening at the time and what occurred this festival. Um, again, you have to understand at the end of the attendance, this was a 500,000 person music festival. It was originally planned to be 50,000 people, so they went a little over. Um, today's biggest music festival, um, I believe the biggest electronic music festival in the world, is the Tomorrowland in Berlin, and that's only 350,000. There's the Summerfest which is supposed to be the biggest music festival in the world. And that happens in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's a multi-music genre music festival. And they get every, anybody from around 800,000 to a million people in attendance. So, but that's that's today. That's additional investments. That's trial and true festival organ, organizing. So this is 500,000 people and it's 1969 and... This was kind of drawn up, or it was the brainchild of a few different people, but importantly, uh, first, it was the brainchild of a few different men who originally were trying to make this a kind of a profit organization. They didn't have the actual intentions of what it became, you know? Uh, Woodstock was originally a commercial endeavor, it was financed by John Roberts and Joel Rosenman. And it was in the assumption that they were gonna make a profit. You know, eventually it became a free concert. There were, in fact, tickets sold uh, at this at, at Woodstock. You know, don't let anybody feel you that it was this it was this you know mecca journey for free music of this amazing era. You know, tickets did go, or pre-sold tickets would go for about eighteen dollars, which is around $105 today, and latecomers could buy tickets for $24 at the gate. They sold around a dollars 80,000 to 200,000 printed tickets the rest as you know was a bit of a shit show when people arrived you know the traffic was a bit of a standstill the original town that it was supposed to happen wasn't even there it was supposed to occur in wallkill but the promoters were kind of going around their towns and then and, and lying about the fact that they were going to do around under 50,000 festival or concert goers for this event. And the first town kind of caught wind and suspicions grew and they were like, no, nah, this isn't going to happen until they originally found the farm that it occurred on, which was actually only leased for around 50 to $70,000. So they used that farm and everything that they could with it for a small price, not a small price, I guess for the time, but, um, for a very momentous occasion, they got a pretty good deal out of it. So now it's you know again it's 1969. No one, nobody was ready to get 500,000 hippies to show up. The events kind of leading up to it, you know, created what it was. You know, it's it's how Woodstock became what it was in 1969 was really because of what happened. You know, at the end of that decade, Kennedy had been assassinated. You know, so did Robert and the Reverend Martin Luther King. You know, started coming up with a bunch of other African Americans despite historical gains toward legal equality um, women began demanding more rights in unprecedented numbers you know young people and their parents felt a widening generation gap for the first time ever you know as seen in differing perceptions of patriotism drug use sexuality and work ethic you know, all of this was really new it was a, it was a total radical era there was a change in divisions over law and order, Uh, busing, racial preferences, abortions. Of course, there's the Vietnam War. Um, That, of course, was one of the major themes that was occurring uh, during that kind of led up to Woodstock and make love, not war. And it continued to be a predominant theme throughout the concert. So now we're at Woodstock. You know, the lineup is pretty amazing. Don't let anybody fool you these Uh, some fun facts. A lot of these performers didn't play for free. You know, don't think that it was just uh, everyone wants to show up and promote peace, even though that is what occurred. Uh, but people like The Who weren't going to play for free. You know, uh, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, they their cost was $10,000. Um, Michael Lang had a total budget of $180,000 for, for these acts. You know, Hendrix was a low ball. Um, you know, he just got 26000 for for, for for playing that gig. So if you talk to any any big um, festival goers today, uh, $26,000 is a pretty good deal for Jimi Hendrix, especially going that Kanye West and Deadmau5 today go for a million dollars a gig for, per festival. So there's a bit of a change there. So let's, I was also hoping to play a little music. Let's play a little music from the Woodstock... Um, 1969, you know, when it happened day one on Friday, we're, we're on August 15th. Now, Richie Havens was the first live performer. Uh, his Woodstock appearance in 1969 kind of catapulted him into stardom and was a major turning point for his career. So we'll play a little bit of music from Richie Havens and then we'll go over to Bert Sommer and then we'll play some, uh, a, a young cat, especially from the Bay area known as Santana, And then we'll continue with additional music from The Grateful Dead and a little bit Credence Clearwater, The Who. And then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about what actually occurred. During Woodstock 1969 and the special Woodstock segment of Festival Talk. So thank you for joining us. And we're going to play a little bit of music from Woodstock 1969, get the groove going, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about what was happening backstage with the artists, what was happening in front of the stage and in the audiences, and then we'll eventually... The later half of this segment jumped to 1999 and kind of talk about the differences between the two, especially between the two eras and then between the music as well. So here's some music from Woodstock 1969.
0: Guitar of mic please.
2: Guitar mic.
3: Like a motherless child A long way From my home I'm almost gone Sometimes I feel like I'm I got your hands, put your hands, yeah, 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 I can call him When I need my brother, brother When I need my father, father Hey, mother, mother Hey, sister, yeah When I need my brother, brother Hey, mother
4: Beside her I've melted away Into a river of love Oh, I'm lost in a maze Counting the ways that she smiles Time is slipping away yeah. Lost in the arms of her love so gentle and wild jennifer's something you handle with care fragile as crystals of glass jennifer's lips are as soft as the air kissing her here in the crowd heaven for Jenny I'd stay. Skin shining white as it dawn Lying beside her I'm melting away Into her river of love Into her river of love Into her river river of love.
0: Every generation think their folks are square And no matter where their heads are They know moms ain't there Cause I swore when I was small That I'd remember when I knew what's wrong with them That I was smaller than Determined Remember all the cardinal rules. Like sun showers are legal grounds for skipping school. I know I have forgotten maybe one or two. But I hope that I recall them all before the baby's due. And I know he'll have a question or two. Like, hey, I, can I go ride my zoom that goes 200 miles an hour? Suspended on balloons, and can I put a droplet of this new stuff on my tongue and imagine frothing dragons while you sit and wreck your lungs? And I must be permissive. Understanding of the younger generation And then I'll know that all I've learned my kid. And then I'll know that all I've learned my kid Help me then I'll know that all I've learned My kid assumes And all my deepest worries Must be his cartoons And still I'll try to tell him All the things I've done Relating to what he can do When he becomes a man And still he'll stick his fingers in the fan Girlfriend's only three She's got her own phone, and she's Taking LSD And now that we're Best friends, she wants To give a taste to me But what's the matter Daddy How come you're looking mean Could it be That you can't live up to your Dreams No, it's not true because we're doing it I love you, goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, John Sebastian.
1: So that's some of the music that was being played at Woodstock 1969. Uh, We're listening to The Grateful Dead right now, Dark Star. We'll keep that going for a bit in the background. Uh, I'll jam out to that a bit. Um, Some other really fun facts about Woodstock. The Jeff Beck Group, featuring Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood, were booked to play, but they split last minute of the eve of their Woodstock uh, appearance. So that could have occurred. Also... Bob Dylan was one of the original inspirations for the festival and his backing group, the band uh, played to the massive audience, but the great man himself never made it uh, as one of his children were hospitalized over that weekend and he couldn't go. But the band, the band did play and they made an amazing, or they played an amazing performance. Some other really funny fun, not really funny, but amazing facts in terms of how festival spirit kind of was created and what it became today. So off-duty police officers were banned from providing security. So what happened was a New Mexico commune known as the Hog Farm were hired to form a please force. The Hog Farmers were led by Wavy Gravy, who was a toothless former beatnik comic, who put on a Smokey the Bear suit, and he kind of went around and warned troublemakers they would be doused in fizzy water or hit. With custard pies, which is a much different uh, experience from today's undercover police officers looking to arrest uh, teenagers and kids with flasks and looking to arrest anyone who smoked marijuana, which is really funny because during Woodstock, nine out of ten people that were there smoked some some weed <laughs> so that was a really funny thing about. Two dozen ticket booths should have been placed to charge a $24 admission, but again, so many people showed up that they just said, kind of, fuck it, let's just let everybody in, so they did. As well as forming that please force from before, that hog farm was also in charge of catering and ordering in bushels of brown rice, buying over 160,000 paper plates, forks, knives. They fed between 160,000 to 190,000 people. This was the police force. This was the people that were there to not only secure the people, but also keep them fed, which was amazing because there was no $20 pizza stands with hour-long waiting lines. Everyone was there to just eat some food, be fed, enjoy the music. Uh, peace and love, which was great. And unfortunately, they got enough food to feed around 190,000 people. But again, as we spoke earlier, there was between 400,000 to 500,000 people who attended. So hearing there was a bit of a food shortage, a local Jewish community center made sandwiches out of multiple loaves of bread, about 40 pounds of meat cuts and two gallons of pickles. And they And it was actually sent out and distributed by nuns. So imagine all of this amazingness that's taking place and that occurred at Woodstock. It's an amazing like, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime festival that's never going to happen again. Unfortunately, society has kind of corporate-influenced the festival experience of today so as you have the bud light tents that you might be able to get a free sample bud light you have to pay the ten dollars for the beers and all the different food tents and don't worry there's marketing everywhere and there's corporate logos on everything so uh, prepare for that so unfortunately that didn't occur but for this one weekend this one three-day festival in time this occurred so we're going to go back and hear some more music that happened during this amazing amazing time in history
3: i Cry-
4: the Jefferson Air Force.
2: All right, friends, you have seen the heavy groups. Now you will see morning maniac music. Believe me, yeah. It's the new dawn. The yeah, regular guys.
1: And that brings us to the final song, the final performer, the final artist of Woodstock, who's no other than Jimi Hendrix. Um, He was the final performer. And his final song, the final song that was played at Woodstock 1969 was Jimi Hendrix's Hey Joe. I'm going to play that for you right now, and then we'll go back we will talk a little bit more about Woodstock 69 and then we'll uh, lead that up to Woodstock 99. But here is the final song that was played on the final day of Woodstock 1969. Hey
3: Joe, where you going? You know I'm gonna mess around with another man But I'm gonna shoot my You know I'm gonna mess around with another man And that ain't too good Hey hey,
5: Joe I heard you shot your lady down, but shut her down
3: So I said, I heard you shot your lady down, you shot her down, yeah, yes, I did, I shot her, you know I probably mess around town, yeah, yes, I did, I shot her,
6: you know I probably mess around town, can I give it a gun?
1: The weekend of the festival had become the third largest city in New York state. But due to the lack of basic amenities, Governor Nelson Rockefeller declared it a disaster area. The health department documented 5,162 medical cases, including 797 instances of drug abuse. But Time magazine, as well as the rest of the world, called it the greatest peaceful event in history. And that is very, very true uh, to, you know, John Lennon was originally trying to be a part of Woodstock as well. He was caught on the Canadian border because the U.S. denied him visa entry. There have been four attempts to recreate the festival on different sites in 1979, in 1989, in 1994, and that brings us to the next half of this segment, the disastrous 1999 festival, which was shut down amid riots and violence. So now we're thirty years later. It's nineteen ninety nine. We're at the nineties. The nineties was a really much different decade. We had music that wasn't all about peace and love. We had very angst-filled music. We had, we had very troublesome teenagers. We had the Prozac. Generation. We have the decade of one hit wonders with Ice Ice Baby and Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy and Semisonic's Closing Time and Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back and Lou Bega's Mamo Number no. Five. You know, it's the same era of, you know, the case of Learn a Bobbit. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger creating the the Hummer. We have Viagra. We have Friends and Seinfeld. We have the Internet. We have Netscape. We have the the president being in, impeached for the, you know, the Monica Lewinsky scandals. We have the OJ Simpson trials. We have the LA riots because of the, you know, the, the verdicts Nancy and Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding distrop. We have amazing things that happened in the nineties that, you know, created a really weird time for a really weird generation. And, you know, So taking away all the tornadoes that slammed Oklahoma City and, you know, the Rodney King trials, and we end it, we're in 1999, and it's April and Columbine happens, which was the, you know, the shooting rampage. And then all of a sudden we have Woodstock 99. We could get into the music a little bit, you know, people were preparing for the Y2K, but somehow these festival goers were trying to organize one last woodstock hurrah and what occurred was much different than anticipated but we'll play a little bit of music starting it off again this is the era of one hit wonders and we'll play a few of those right now and some also amazing 90s bands so You're in store. You're welcome to Festival Talk. Get ready for some intense 90s music, and we'll play that now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about what happened at Woodstock 1999 and the disastrous thunderstorm, hurricane, hell that happened and why we no longer have Woodstock. (laughs) But here's some music that was played at Woodstock 99. You're on Festival Talk on BFF.fm.
7: the same building on the same floor and never met before until I'm overseas on tour and peep this Ethiopian queen from Philly taking classes abroad. She's studying film and in photo flash focus record. Said she working on a flick and cut my click through the score. She said she loved my show in Paris at Elie Momar and that I stepped off the stage and took a piece of her heart. We knew from the start that things fall apart, intent to shatter. She like that sh- don't matter when I get home. Get out of letter phone. Whatever, let's link. Let's get together. Sh- you think not? Think the thought went home and forgot. Time passed. We back in Philly now. She up in my spot, telling me the things I'm telling. her. Love is making a hot. Started building with a constantly round the clock. Now she in my world like hip hop. They keep telling you, telling yeah. Sometimes I got to be out at the height of the night And that's when she flippin' get on someone Another lonely night, it seem like I'm on the
8: side, you only loving your mind I know you gotta get that paper, daddy Keep that tight, but yo, I need some Sort of love in my life, you dig me? While politicking with my sister from New York City, she said she know This ball player, and he think I'm pretty Side, I'm playing, boo, Oh, you know it's just What you I'm staying, boo, and when cats Be bopping, game, I don't hear what they saying, boo When you out there in the world Still your girl, with all my classes, I don't have the time for life's thrills. So when you sweating on stage, think of me when you rhyme. And don't be listening to your homies;
7: they yeah, be so what to you, you If you, you crazy, you my king for real. But sometimes, sometimes relationships, get relationships get ill, Ill. no doubt. No.
5: it back. May the Lord bless you so. I love you, girl. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh, why? See, you must understand. I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone. Till November, said I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, you I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, you I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl, I can't stay. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. And give a kiss to my mother, girl, I gotta leave. Please don't cry, when I come back, you know the limits the sky, i take you out to dinner, to your favorite spot, feed you an aphrodisiac I just to get you high, drive by movie, by a cemetery, if my corpse can talk, then I would tell you I was sorry, lifestyles are the rich and famous, some die with the name, some die nameless, every time I make a run, girl you turn around and cry, I ask myself, why, oh, why? See, you must understand, I can't work a nine to five. So I'll be gone till November. Said I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, yo, I'll I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, yo, I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying but girl I can't stay I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November you give a kiss to my mother, to my mother. We had none. I had to do something So I'm knocking on heaven's door Like I'm Bob Dylan Never contemplating The charges I'm facing My newborn son I see his graduation Take him to the movies By the cemetery If my corpse can talk and I would tell him I was sorry Lifestyles of the rich and genius Some die with the name Some die nameless Every time I make a run Girl, you turn around and cry I ask myself why, oh why See, you must understand I can't work a nine to five So I'll be gone till November Said I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November Tell my girl, I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, you wanna be gone till November, January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl, I can't say I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. You give a kiss to my mother, to my mother, to my mother.
3: Trust me, dear, you're back.
1: was some music that was being played from Woodstock 99 and you know it was the decade of one-hit wonders um, there was also a decade of a lot of intense social happenings it was a generation that was going through you know everyone was having ADD here's ADD medicine here's depressive medicine here's Prozac there's the Rodney King trials there's the O.J. Simpson trials. There's the riots. There's Columbine. There's the Rwanda genocide. There's the impeachment of the president. There's so much going on um, that there was a lot of angst-filled music, and um, which was great because music should be an outlet for both emotions and for you know social representations of what's occurring with that generation. And halfway through. This, you know, not even halfway through this Woodstock 99, a lot of bad things happened. And it really kind of started with the fact that the person in charge of it kind of cut corners. And 1994, Woodstock wasn't a well produced, well organized Woodstock, and they lost a lot of money from it. So in 1999, when they tried bringing it back, they cut a lot of corners in terms of not supplying so enough porta powder, not supplying so enough law enforcement. They raised the prices and again, festival prices on food and water today are outrageous. But it really started with nineteen ninety nine and they made waters four dollars, they made pizzas and food like twelve dollars, which today wouldn't seem like a lot, but at the time this is supposed to be Woodstock, supposed to be out there. the music, supposed about be about helping each other. It was the first real moment where, you know profiteering and you know, corporate and influences were affecting the overall experience and that had some really negative effects and some of the really worst things that happened i mean the list can go on and on but it really started with a lot of the performers that came out and a few of those especially um one of limp biscuits uh performances was kind of the you know the the set off for this um So when Limp Bizkit kind of took the stage, that was kind of like the riots of everything. And with his his song, Break Stuff, everyone kind of continued to break stuff. (laughs) So one of the first problems that occurred is the water problem. With about 220,000 people in attendance and another 10,000 people working the festival, um, there was no adequate water supply for anybody. Uh, All the volunteers that they had working to clean up on day one all quit in the first hour because they were actually denied water and only supplied water, so they just kind of said, fuck it, we're actually just going to enjoy this and be a part of this. So they actually had nobody cleaning up throughout the whole festival. Um, the location of Woodstock '99 was on Griffiths Air Force Base, which was in late July. So it almost got. So the temperature got up to 100 degrees. It was a complete hot tarmac. There was no trees. There was no shade involved. Uh, Dehydration was everywhere Um, More than 700 people had to be treated for heat exhaustion and dehydration It was incredible Uh, One of the artists that took the stage was Insane Clown Posse And they actually had a money giveaway So at some uh, time during their performance They started throwing $100 bills into the audience and it was just a complete melee, mayhem and the honest. It was just a, just punching and fighting, and people were just being stomped on. And it was just a free-for-all just to grab this money. And Insane Posse, Clown Posse was on stage laughing about it the whole time. Then there's Kid Rock to the stage, and, you
3: know,
1: Sandwich between Rycliffe John, Kid Rock kind of. Demanded that people started pelting the stage with plastic water bottles and throwing your trash on the stage at him Um, Eventually they did that And he actually didn't expect as much people to be throwing whatever on stage He actually ended up having to go get shelter Then of course there's the really great fact uh, The constant shout out of show your tits People were sexually harassed, abused, and there were a few um, disputed charges of rape that occurred during Maggie and 99 One of the problems was even when Rosie Perez took the stage to introduce DMX, uh, the, the entire uh, fan base and audience just started shouting, show your tits. Uh, there was, you know, there was chants from, oh, Canada... There was uh, Rage Against the Machine actually lit the American flag on fire, and then there were runaway cops. Some cops were just kind of like, fuck this, I'm out of here. They just didn't even work it. Um, When the riots got to the worst part of the festival, they tried moving up around 500 Uh, New York State troopers in riot gear, but it took them hours to get to the actual festival. So by the time they got there, it was already kind of clearing out and everything was, the stages were being uh, dismantled. People were climbing all the rafters, anything that could be climbed, they were climbing on, they were breaking down. People actually took all the ATMs. All the ATM machines were broken or either stolen, Um, all the trucks for um, the distributors were broken into and looted. Uh, there was fires across all the different buildings that could be lit on fire. People were people had to walk around with a weapon of some sort just to make sure that they were protected and they were safe. Uh, at some point, they were just looting everyone's camping equipment, all, every single part of potty, Uh, by the end of the festival was destroyed, turned over, or flipped. Um, There's nothing that, you know, there's nothing that actually almost went right with it. And it was really just a complete overcrowded mayhem filled with multiple sexual assaults, fires all over the place. And it was intense. Um, But with all that said, it occurred during some really intense music and the crowd got super out of hand. But I mean... You can't really know who to place blame in, except almost everybody. You know, it's not only the crowd's fault, but the artists themselves were actually a main contributor in sense that they were kind of egging people on to destroy shit, get fucked up, um, and not do it respectfully. You know, all these really great artists provided such amazing music. But they didn't really allow the fans to just enjoy it in a safe environment. So it's really a notice for artists in the future to, you know, they command the audience. If they were pushing, a few artists actually had the, audience you know come rage the stage and push the security guards out of the way and as the audiences jumped the gates to get closer to the front of the stage the security guards obviously saw this flood of you know drug crazed kids and just stepped back and while they did that the people that were in the front row were basically stomped over and destroyed Um, Woodstock 99 was a total disaster and many people kind of claim it to be the death of music you know uh, that the Y2K kind of occurred and it occurred in Woodstock 1999 and since then you know with the invention of Napster and everything else you know we've never had another Woodstock 99 festival festivals today are much more close-knit much more guarded and watched after and organized in a much better way but we still have many places that you know are missing these tiny corners this past summer and this past spring we had the um tomorrow world festival i believe that was down in florida and it was uh, covered in in rain and they didn't anticipate the rain so they ended up having a couple thousand kids just stranded in the woods and on these muddy streets unable to leave and get home and, and unable to get rides and then to sleep overnight in this cold damp rainy outdoor forest area um Again, Woodstock '99 had some incredible music, but it was a total shit show. Um, to 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 kind of end it with one of the um, most responsible people for what it really started happening was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, as fires were kind of starting up, they put it on themselves to actually play a cover of Jimi Hendrix's fire and as they did that the crowd kind of went from there it was just over it was everyone just went basically you know Lord of the Flies insane and um, it was very unfortunate and a lot of bad things occurred and it was one of the most televised and media heavy festivals ever because it was just a total disaster Um, but to end this whole Woodstock Segment, you know, the two Woodstock '69 and Woodstock '99 were much different festivals. And it also goes to show that sometimes there's just a certain time in a certain era where something can't be duplicated. It just, it had to occur in that time, and it can't be done again, and it should be left alone. And Woodstock is one of those things that it was the right time, the right time of people, the right time of voice, the right time. For you know social change and uh, you know messages of music and peace and love that had occurred, and 1999 was not the right time to try and duplicate that. Um, but I'm gonna play you off with one of the other performers and artists that played at Woodstock '99. Um, one of the ones that are also not to blame, but a part of you know when the riots got insane. And here is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I'll let them play play us off. But again, thank you for tuning in to this special segment of Festival Talk on BFF.fm. I'm your host, David Sikorski, and we'll see you next week.
6: yeah